Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Yeah! Welcome to Future Bachelor! Let's go! Welcome to Future Bachelor. I'm Cy. My and I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode we're covering Nicki Minaj's cousin's ball problems. Mm. Some VMAs and Met Gala hits and misses. Oh no. And Joe and his pissed off lady squad. What? And this is episode 180. Let's go! <laughs> and my you, name is Cy. Uh, you threw me off Sorry, there. I know. I, I got a little excited. I think I might have been drinking a couple batteries, you know? That's uh, the Red Bull Ew, and vodka. What? You kill yourself. <laughs> That's the Red Bull and vodka. I made up that drink. I don't know why. Um, that was a, a song from 2009. Um, Red Bull and vodka makes me want to vomit. I can never do that. People did... Did you did you ever do like a snorkel? I refuse. But like it's like you pretty much um, you what is this called? What am I trying to do? The snorkel. You, you 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 pour something in it and then you suck it out of the snorkel. No, no. What is it called when you? Why can't I think of this? I feel so dumb when you like stab open like a can of beer and you chug oh, it. What is shotgun. that? Shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why that left my brain, but oh my that's goodness. you shotgun. You shotgun. Uh. Um a red bull that's filled with like it's like a red bull vodka all mixed like it's in a red bull can and you shock on it that i had college friends that did that all the time yeah i and mean i cannot I, recommend I, I i usually go for the red bull and vodka if i'm like out and i have to drink and i'm kind of a little tired you know you get that little red bull now the classy you. version is an espresso martini right but um there's only so many of these drinks you can actually drink and there i am no, back in, and back in 2019 with uh you know in college just you know drinking red bull and vodkas and i and i thought the the drink itself looked like a battery so i was like why don't why don't i make this concept of the song it's called battery and it's just like i'm i'm drinking red back bull and in vodka. 2009 you said 2019 through 2009 um so uh yeah this was a while ago a lot of these songs i play are usually from my college years so um or even back in my high school because i or was even before i got, like I you got did a, with that one that was from what school assignment. study delight yeah no i found a couple more school assignment songs that i think you're gonna really enjoy people so Jeez, yeah you'll, you'll see i'll be like man i did way too many projects and, and videos in song form but anyways veronica now you really that thought we're, you were doing something yeah now that we're <laughs> fully charged like a battery what have you been up to what's going on in your life well uh last week i recommended a book to the audience and to you called, um, you know, how not to die alone. So I did like a little book club. My friend hosted it of a couple of us, several of us ladies. And we discussed, um, discussed the book. So that was a lot of fun. Got to meet some of my friends, friends that I hadn't really met before. I got a haircut. Um, and it looks to, very good. It looks, it looks so nice. looks very crispy. Thank you. You're glowing. Um, and then I went to fetch, which is a dog bar 
situation, dog park bar situation on Friday, ended up in Inman. That's when you met up with us briefly. Mm. Um, Saturday, I had a busy day of tie-dyeing. I'm wearing a polo that I tie-dyed. Um, and then I went to the Girls Gotta Eat live show at the Tabernacle, which was a blast. Ended the night at Johnny's Hideaway, as one does. Ended the night after that at Waffle House, as one does. And, and then um, NFL Sunday Funday, first week of NFL was this past Sunday. Watched the games all out and about because... Bears game was the last game to watch, so I was. It was a long day for your girl. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, wow, really, really packed weekend for you. And there right. I was thinking I was busy. And well, my weekend kind of started off with some karaoke with the acting class, which was really fun. Um, you know, I don't know if you've done one of those room karaoke's before, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's really like a good time. You might have. It's like, the best. Honestly, it's the best way to do karaoke, I think, oh, and it's sure. the OG way to do karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just a room full of like you know actors that actually all of them can sing which was like another thing i'm like man these people are so talented like here i was thinking i was the singer and then someone's coming in here sound like mariah carey i'm like wow this is incredible so um that was really fun that's when i met up with you the next day i actually um did my beltline djing experiment and it and it worked and i think it's it's going to be something i do where i go out you know around atlanta and just kind of post up for like a couple hours and dj um which was a really cool experience because you know, um, the hardest part is like getting power out there. So I, I've, I've invested. Yeah, in Yeah, like, I was actually kind of wondering about the logistics yeah. and how like did you drag all your shit out there? Yeah, I did. I mean, you know, I'm used to carrying equipment around from my DJ days, but you know, now I'm getting back in the game and I'm just like trying to work smarter, not harder. So over the couple last couple of years, this has been an idea I've wanted to go out and perform on the Beltline and stuff. And this is kind of my way of like dipping my foot into water by playing music out there and stuff. And slowly I can perform, but. Um, over the last couple of years, I've been like acquiring different pieces, like like an outdoor like industrial fan that will keep me cool, like cool in that hot Atlanta air, and um, like getting a tent to be under so I'm always shaded and my stuff doesn't overheat, or batteries to keep me going, or a dolly to put everything on so I can roll it out there from my car and stuff. The hardest part of this all is like finding parking around there because it's just ridiculous to have to find as close as you can to where your spot is and and, and all that. So um, that's the only part. But besides that, I made some money. Um, I got some free gear and, uh, you know, I got some gigs out of it. So it's going to be like, I think, a really cool thing. And not on top of that, I'm about to get this sign made with the future Bachelor logo on it saying that, you know, it's going to be like right there on display. We had some cool ideas of maybe doing some meet and greets on the Beltline. Um, I really like when we start brainstorming about some these future ideas. bachelor on the street. Yeah, future bachelor on the street. We're just chasing people down, asking them questions about dating and bachelor in paradise. Maybe we could start a little series called Bachelor on the Beltline or something. You know, that'd be cute. Ooh, look at us coming up with ideas right now. Don't steal that. Um, all right. Well, you know, V, you know what time it is. What are you watching? I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really watched any like new content. I'm about to start watching this very popular uh, docu-series called Lula Rich that's based on an MLM called Lula Row that sells like uh, leggings and shitty looking clothing and all the things that went into it. It's very apropos as someone who grew up in the Midwest. A lot of moms and shit were into that, but I'm interested to start that. I've had a lot of friends who have recommended it, but most of my watching this past week and week leading up to now has been all the football, college, 
and, uh, you know, and NFL. And then um, the Met Gala coverage. I watched the Vogue live stream. I watched some of the, you know, different like E red carpet coverage and that kind of stuff. So um, that was, you know, that's kind of my Super Bowl. As I'm, you know, a duality kind of gal. I love a good, love fashion, love, you know, the actual Super Bowl. So I was about to say, I'm like, Met Gala, that's my Super Bowl. But I'm like, actually, the Super Bowl is also my Super Bowl. Yeah, you get kind of like two Super Bowls a year. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, well, that's dope. Um, well, you know what? What have you been watching? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. Um, actually, I um, I I saw the new. It was a James Wan movie. Uh, he's done other things that are very popular, but he had made this really scary story movie called Malignant. That's on. Was it good? I've heard. I've heard like different things that it's like ridiculous. I mean, it's a little ridiculous, but I mean, what oh, are they okay. supposed to do these days? You know, I, I, they're they're reaching for ideas and stuff. But I thought it was. I don't know. It was interesting enough that I, I, you know, when a new movie drops on one of these platforms, these digital streaming platforms, you kind of have to watch it. It's almost like we have the thing. It's like being able to go to the theater without like going to theater because I believe that was released in theaters as well. If not, it was. But um, and on HBO Max, right? Yeah. So that's where I watched it. But um, yeah. So check it out. It's a scary movie if you're into that. Um, I I was like. I was happy to be watching it on a, I think a Saturday night or something, or I think it was Sunday night actually that I watched it. But um, if you're looking for a movie, that's one. Um, I actually went out and I tried to see myself on the big screen at the movie theaters, but um, I, I didn't really think about it because we we went to go see Shang Chi. Shout out to Ray actually. Uh, me and him had a little <laughs> boys day, boys night, and um, that was really fun. But uh, you know, they, they. I forgot that the. I was like, let's get there for the previews. Like, maybe we'll see this thing. And then I forgot that they play commercials and all that, like, jazz before even the preview. So, like, you kind of have to show up there, like, even, like, 20 minutes before your movie to see that. So, I missed it. But I did not miss Shang-Chi, the new Marvel movie that came out. That's actually I doing know, pretty well. I know, I gotta see it still. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I I couldn't help but think it reminded me of things like um, like when um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out. Even stuff like like Jackie Chan was doing in like Rush Hour. They had like scenes that were similar to that. Mm. But this was really well done for something that like I had no idea who Shang-Chi is in the Marvel Universe. I'm very excited about the future of it. Um, they have Aquafina, who Ray was not a big fan of, but was laughing at her jokes all, all the movie and it was pretty funny. So I definitely recommend Shang-Chi if you haven't seen it. Um, we did the Dolby experience at the movie theater. So it was like So it like kind of buzzes on you oh, and shit. Yeah, and it's like like the sounds going through your head and stuff. It's ridiculous. But um yeah, like movies are expensive as hell these days. Holy crap. Well, especially if you do that experience. Yeah. That like adds an extra like ten dollars to Sure, it. but if you're gonna go to the theater, you might as well do that experience. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I can't stand the theaters that you watch the movie up there there and the sound just sounds like it's in the front of like it's like it's not even most that great. movie good movie theaters shouldn't sound like that so. i mean yeah that's that's i guess you get what you pay for so um but yeah so check that out uh why don't we get into something i like to call quick hits what do we got b for quick hits so jennifer lawrence and um her husband cook maroney are expecting their first child together so that's oh. exciting news for them awesome 
Um, she supposedly, according to reps, is excited to be a parent. You know, they've got a very good, stable marriage ready for this next step. She's 31, so, um, you know, pretty, I think, pretty good age. Oh, yeah. What else we got? Um, Britney Spears this past week got engaged to her longtime boyfriend, Sam Asbari. Congratulations, Britney. I know. This is good, good stuff, especially as... Um, her conservatorship is like, you know, petitioning an end, et cetera. So exciting stuff. People made jokes. Uh, I have to give it to Sam. He's a funny guy. He made a joke because people were like being all like, oh, better get that prenup, blah, blah, blah. And he's all like, oh, yeah, so that she can, you know, so that my shoes collection and like cars are protected from her. OK, like all the, it was funny. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so excited for her. Very big rock, you know, as one would expect for somebody like Britney Spears, um, Princess of Pop. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, is this a good guy for her? I mean, mean, they've been together for like five years. Really? So, um, you know, there was concerns that he was in on the whole, you know, kind of controlling of her. Seemingly now it's like from as stuff has come out, uh, it seems like he is not in that kind of role, he is, you know, very much so there for Britney. They met on the set of her Slumber Party music video back in 2016. Um, so I'm guessing he was like a dancer, model, etc. But um, yeah. so, well, I mean, if, if they've um, stayed together for this long, I gotta gotta give it to him. Right. Hopefully he's there for the right reasons. Yeah, um, this next one is uh, kind of a, a huge bummer for me, actually. Um Norm Macdonald passes away at the age of 61 uh, after a long battle with cancer. and That was hell- that he had secret. Nobody yeah. like really knew. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Norm Macdonald. Um, and, and this is like a recent thing, like over the last couple of years. Like Norm Macdonald was like one of those comedians when I was younger. I was just like, I just don't get it. Like what's what's right. Like, why do people love this guy? But when you become an adult, he's actually like or you can understand like his humor it's it is old school humor but it's just he's one of the funniest people ever a great interviewer just as far as you know keeping it interesting and stuff and and you know he kind of went out like the way norm would like he wouldn't want anybody to pity him he's had many stories about different topics that you know have to do around death so you you know no one's out here being like like trying to say sappy stuff about norm because they know norm wouldn't want that you know and right uh, even his closest friends probably didn't know he's been battling this with almost for almost a decade so you know um it's very sad for the comedy community he he was one of one of the greats, and um, he's done so much, like his movies. He's done shows re- as of recently um, on Netflix, so check that out. And uh, you know, if you haven't if you haven't looked into Norm Macdonald, like go online to YouTube and sh- and just write his name and just and just watch his stuff. Like it's it's hilarious. I, I watch it right. at least once a week, you know, just to while I'm cooking or something, and it just cracks me up. So rest in peace to Norm Macdonald. Um, you will you definitely be missed, but definitely not forgotten. So, um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, V what else we got? So this past weekend was also the VMAs. Uh, these award shows, I feel like sneak up on us and then kind of happen and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it was the day before the Met Gala, but, uh, there was some, one of the, the surprising win I thought of the whole night was that artist of the year went to Justin Bieber, um, which I really don't think his most recent album stands up to that. It had like Peaches is a big song, which that one for, I think, pop song or something. 
but um I don't really think he deserved to win Artist of the Year over the likes of like Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Meg the Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo, or Taylor Swift. I'm happy Taylor Swift didn't win, but um, him winning doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Lil Nas X took, you know, the big award because it is the VMAs, which is Video of the Year, um, home with Montero Call Me By Your Name, uh, which, I mean, that's understandable. He did like a great performance with that mashed up with Industry Baby with Jack Harlow. Um, Olivia Rodrigo took home some awards for song of the year, uh, best new artist. I would say about, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I would say about Justin Bieber that maybe it was a good year to get artist of the year because, you know, out of all the popular acts, like not a lot were putting them out, like, you know, during this last COVID year and stuff, people are like, like Drake and Kanye have been waiting to drop like over right now. Right. Um, and that Peaches song was really big. And, it you know, was, he's, yeah. and he's still making music like, you know, as of, yeah, he's been featured on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so and, and, and he's just, you know, deserving. Like, I, I mean, if Justin Bieber's still able to stay relevant in years with like people like Meg Thee Stallion, Olivia Rodrigo and Little Nas X, um, you know, I think he deserves it. Uh, have you been hearing uh, that? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Haley Williams of Paramore got like writing credit on that. Good for you song. For Olivia yeah. Rodrigo. Yeah, they got like the band Paramore got like writing credit on it in yeah. general, I think, because of how similar it sounds. Yeah, I mean they got a lot of backlash. Which from they didn't it. even they didn't even ask for it. They were just like, oh wow, this is like whatever. Well, there so. was another song that came out that people were saying sounded like a Taylor Swift song, and then Taylor got credit for it. So I've been seeing a Which, lot like, of- once again, like, Olivia had, like, said, like, when all her album came out, she's like, obviously, I'm, like, inspired. These have been some of my favorite artists, whatever. But- yeah, no, I get I get the whole thing. Um, But, yeah, it's just very interesting because I've been seeing, like, a lot of, like, plagiarism stuff from her and stuff. And and I and very rightfully so. I mean, if you're influenced by stuff. But it that, that song alone, Good For You, sounds so much like that other one. Right, to, right. To act, like, to pass it off, to be like, this is my song I created and wrote is kind of a little weird because it just sounds so similar to that one. But regardless, um, what else we got? Yeah, and then um, one of the other things that happened in that performance that was, like, made a lot of news was um, Normani's performance of Wild Side, I believe, that she brought Tiana Taylor on, and they kind of did, like, a... There was a lot of, like, elements about, like, of Janet Jackson and other, like, you know, old-school R&B women, and they did kind of, like, this whole, like striptease lap dance situation uh that people are like oh my god the vmas aren't a family program i'm like i don't know when the last time it really was so like get your head out of your ass yeah um all right well let's get into your super bowl met gala (laughs) met gala monday we waited until september it's usually the first monday in may and uh you know i hated the theme to be honest i did not like the theme it was America, a lexicon in fashion, which I already knew was going to be some trite bullshit. It wasn't, there was a lot of people didn't know how to do the theme right. Some of them were just like, I'm wearing an American designer. That's a nice dress. And I'm like, that's not how this works. A lot of people went old Hollywood glamour route, including um, one of my favorite looks from the night, which was Billie Eilish's like very evident nod to Marilyn Monroe with her Oscar de la Renta dress. Um, But I felt like that got really boring. We saw only a few denim looks, which I wanted more because that is so America is denim. And then we saw, of course, like a couple of political statements with AOC's tax the rich dress, which got a lot of 
um, backlash that I can see a little bit of both sides. Um, it's not like she bought her ticket in. She is given a ticket, a free invite because she's a New York based um, representative. Um, but, and like people are like, you're wearing tax the rich at an event for all rich people. And that's kind of the point to me. Like you're supposed, she's like wearing it around. Like that's the satirical F like whatever. But, and then car Delevingne wore like peg the patriarchy, which, you know, that's very Cara, but, um, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of mentions of Josephine Baker for a lot of the black women. I felt like when I watched the coverage, a lot of the um, black women and men who were dressed in different stuff, all of them had great explanations of like, this is calling on this, this is calling on that. And I, I really appreciated that. And I felt like a lot of uh, the white folks didn't have that as much. Um, the big, you know, memed about situation of the night was Kim Kardashian's all black encased face look. Um, Obviously Kanye inspired. Yes, very Kanye inspired, which, you know, gets people being like, hey, what's going on there? But um, in general, it was, you know, it was an okay met. It wasn't my fave. Um, What about uh, Frank Ocean? Oh, Frank Ocean with his weird little animatronic uh, green baby. (laughs) Didn't really get the whole that whole situation, but I love people it, love it. People were just like, Frank, what's up? <laughs> I know you're out. Holy shit. Yeah, um, we can hear from you. Um, we got anything else for uh, quick hits? Yes. Prior to the Met, um, somebody who wasn't there and made sure that everyone knew that she wasn't there was Nicki Minaj. because She tweeted about how the Met was a, an event that you had to be vaccinated to go to. And she said that. She currently is not in that she's doing her research on it. And then what followed was another tweet about how this is what it said, word for word. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. Oh no! Well, uh, Dr. Fauci made it. <laughs> what evident I love about that- this is that like Barstool did their one minute man, and he would just like use it as like a like a promo to to do an ad for like manscaping. He's like, it doesn't matter if your balls are small or big, you got to escape those balls. Like you know, I was just like, I oh my god, love that. that's so perfect. <laughs> but it's just like people are clowning on Nicki Minaj right now for this because. Like it's just ridiculous. Are, it's just like give me a break. Like people are all like, maybe your cousin's friend should, you know, get tested for SDIs and not, not because this is not a side effect of the vaccine. And Dr. Fauci did like a segment, I think, on CNN or something, being all like fact checking it, being all like, yeah, no, this would never happen. <laughs> Dr. Fauci Dr. talking Dr. about Fauci. someone's balls. That's hilarious. I know. I know. Um, well, V, what made you go yikes this week? Yeah, if, you know, swollen balls weren't enough. I know. Um, I would have thought that would have been the yikes moment. But. I know, but this is more yikesy, truly. Um, it is this new reality TV show that's supposed to be coming out on CBS uh, called The Activist with hosts Usher, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Julian Huff. And it's supposed to be, you know, people competing uh, for their social causes Um you know, based on the merits of like social campaigns and social media engagement and what the judges think of said social causes. This is just 
the most tone deaf TV reality show I've ever heard of. And we watched The Bachelor. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, what is it supposed to be? Some type of whack ass Shark Tank or something? Like, it's like supposed to be like sort of like an apprentice, but make it like woke, I guess. Oh. Like, I don't know, but um, it's missing the mark on so many ways, especially with Julianne Huff. Is you know, did we forget when she did blackface for Halloween? Are we forgetting that? Like, I, I mean, I, I forgot, I, but I didn't really remember. Like, I didn't, I don't remember that. But yeah, that's not. She cool. did. It's <laughs> very, very publicized that she did blackface. She dressed up as Crazy Eyes from um, Orange Is the New Black and did full blackface for wow. it. So wow, yeah, wow. and that was not that long ago. That was maybe like. Did we talk I don't about know. that? Uh, it might have been a little bit before our time. It wow. might have been like four. Five years ago, four years ago. Well, people don't forget. Um, I don't. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Well, uh, a picture picture lasts forever. That's for sure. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, no. I mean, it's definitely – I mean, I got enough – shitty shows to watch anyways um you know so i just kind of hope that cbs thinks better of this and is like maybe pulls it out because i this isn't a good like it's just not a good look i don't know yeah but. well speaking of uh shitty shows that are i like this one i <laughs> that can't we love it. Yeah. though is that that talk about bachelor in paradise with your favorite host, I'm Veronica, future bachelor. So, Veronica, <laughs> where do we start with this? What a week. Uh, we're back to one night a week, which is kind of nice. Thank the good Lord. Yes. Thank the good Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a new day. They sent Chris and Alana home. And now everybody, all especially there's supposed to be five women that would be going home with the upcoming rose ceremony um, where, you know, the women – who were supposed to go home, including Natasha, because she's like, I have no prospects now. Not that, you know, not that I couldn't have prospects, but because I spent all my time with Brendan and now him and Piper are thick as thieves, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the girls, Demi, her, uh, Deandra, um, who else? Chesenia. They all gang up. They're all discussing this. They're all like, yo, this ain't right. Like, we tossed Chris and Alana out of here. What they did wasn't even really that bad. We got to we gotta make some – We get, they're like, let's bring in Joe. <laughs> We're going to bring Joe in. They explain the situation. Joe's like, yeah, I, I won't stand for this. And so they all march their little asses over to the day bed where Brendan and Piper are and well, confront What makes them. Joe judge and jury? I don't – I just think because, like – Judge Joe. Always, Judge, Judge Joe, Judge, Judge Joe, yeah, Judge literally. Gross Joe. Um, you know, I thought I think it's interesting. You know, I, I honestly, it makes for good TV. Uh, he's doing that part, but he should just be minding his own business. I feel like he business. just feels like the older brother to all these other women. He's all like, "No, I won't stand for this. Like, this is some shit." Yeah, he's like. trying to be way too noble, but I mean, good for them. It, it was an interesting conversation. Uh, so yeah, he, they bring it to Brendan, and Brendan is like, "Oh no, Joe's coming to tear me up or something like that." He's yeah, like, he's all like, "I think he's coming to attack me." Yeah. And, and and it was just funny because he he knew it, and he's like, "What do what, what do we what do we got going on, Joe?" Like you know, what I'm saying he's Poppy. like, "What up, Joey? What's up, Papa? <laughs> What's up, Papa?" <laughs> Um, I was like, you know, and the thing is because everyone likes Brandon. They're, they, they, they're just right now, they're going to look like idiots. I think that's what's happening is they're realizing they're like, obviously, I mean, Natasha and Demi are bringing it up, but they're going to look like idiots by like 
totally sending these people home last week and not like at least bringing it up to Brendan. And, you know, they approach him and they all kind of like get at him. It, it was already all discussed. Like I kind of, I kind of like appreciate the way Brendan actually broke it down. You know, to be honest, I know, but Piper wasn't really helping because she was bringing out the facts of being like, yeah, no, I only came here for him. And Brendan's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You're not helping my argument. Like, right. I mean, I think, I mean, Piper's, Till now is even still like trying to wash your hands of it, trying to pretty much say well, Brandon was doing all this stuff. But yeah, you you know, you hear all the comments and and on the microphone that they picked up and stuff. You know, she's not completely innocent. Um, no, she's definitely not. She, she likes like you know. Role. She, after they kind of get confronted, she says, you know, like, I have a full marketing master's degree. Like, I could have found more other ways to, like, get followers. Like, obviously, like, I liked this opportunity to, like, make more money, like, or have the potential to make more money, blah, blah, blah. But then she even, like, kind of, like, gives him a punch being like, I told you we shouldn't have come. Like, that's one of the things she says on the mic after they get confronted. Damn. Yeah, like, Brenda was all like, look, I said everything I had to say, and we're just going to leave it like that. Like, I mean, the girls try to kind of clap back, like, you know, about, like, like, I'm going to leave this situation. Y'all are welcome to stay here. I'm going to leave. He's like, what do you mean, leave the island or leave the conversation? He's like, yeah, that was Marissa. Yeah, and he's like, that has nothing. I That's not any of your business, like, you know, and it really isn't. But I guess it kind of is, though, because, like, they are gunning for roses and like he because of what he did like you know pushed natasha just de facto out of the rest. yeah but i mean this is kind of like i don't know man like i don't think every he's like the only one to blame here i think everyone is actually to blame like i as we get to the rose ceremony here i think this was very uh it's kind of crazy seeing like such high like i would say high profile women on on the beach this season going home because a lot of them did some pretty shady shit to people on the beach and they want to act like their hands are clean like you know jesenia demi um i don't think what jesenia did was the shadiest i mean demi super shady whatever i mean it's not the shadiest but like you you like were kind of like waiting for this other dude you had two options and that's why you know she didn't get saved like you know because she kind of that's that's what I'm trying to get to is that once we get to the rose ceremony, the people that go home like Jasenia, like they gave Natasha a rose because she was straight up played, but they didn't give Jasenia a rose, even though like well, a no. similar situation happened to her. And why? Because she kind of left Ivan to go to this guy and flipped in a day to him. So that's why she didn't get to stay. That's why. Um, well, I mean, no, I, and I don't think she should. She thought she should have stayed. I don't think Demi is a little you know, selfish little brat and think she should have should stay through whatever. Like I, Tammy thought she could win Thomas back and tries to talk to him and gets jumped by him pretty much. Even And then she like tries again. And like, he's all like, no, dude, like it ain't it. And then it's her birthday. And she goes home with a little cupcake in the car. And she's like crying about how this is her worst birthday. And last year on her birthday she got covid etc etc yeah well i mean I, I just i just feel like and then deandra just got you know left in the dust poor deandra yeah deandra i don't i don't even know how the hell she stuck around so long like without having like any romantic like, who was like her oh i guess she had like the carl situation going on she had the something. carl chasing situation yeah isn't it weird though that there's like with so many episodes that we watched there's this is like only the third rose ceremony i'm like damn this is right. kind of whack but um 
but I guess it makes sense. So, anyways, uh, you know, Brendan and and Piper end up making the decision to just go home before the roast. Yeah, before so the roast. Fatality. They get out of here, and um, you know, them sitting in the car is gonna probably be a meme for a while, like on the van on the way home. Oh yeah, I've already seen the memes. I've already seen people commenting, being like, "This isn't a this isn't a couple that's only been on two dates. Like they've seen some shit. Like they've been through it. Like yeah, um, yeah. they they uh, what is what is it when you share an Uber? with someone right uber pool yeah uber pool they were saying uber pool it looks like uh it looks like an uber pool that picture of them in the car together <laughs> like what do you have to oh say my next God. do you think they're still together i mean potentially i don't know um i don't know i would have to well i'm anyway. sure they can't we'll see if they start posting more stuff now or what but right well okay um so rose ceremony happens natasha gets to stay a lot of uh you know girls go home and uh yeah so what happens next the next you know we the one of the like funny aspects of this week's show was riley and marissa doing some you know whipped cream play everybody was watching them do it watching her suck some whipped cream off his toe and then of course you know they made their way to the boom boom room, um, which good for them. We see glimpses as we head into the next day. We see glimpses of some couples that we are, you know, seeing. So Ivan and Kendall, uh, Tia and James. But the Tia and James situation gets crashed because Blake, who I don't remember at all from Claire's season, comes down to the beach and ends up taking Tia on a date also Lil john came down to the beach he's the new uh he's the new host at this point yeah. so i don't know tia gets on my last nerve like i just can't stand the way she talks and like goes about the whole thing i don't know why but um, what? why no I like i gotta i gotta know why 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 tia yeah why uh i just i just think that she's like kind of like like she, i I hate, I hate the whole thing even though i have tattoos i hate when people just like like tattoos is like a, a hot thing for them. It's already kind of, that's a red flag for me. Um, that like you, you, you've literally said before you're like, I've got all these tattoos. Girls are going to think I'm so hot. Yeah. Girls. But I don't want a girl, like one girl that just like only dates guys with tattoos. I want people. I, that, she doesn't, she never said that. She said tattoos are hot. Obviously she found him attractive. No, she, she definitely says more than that. She goes like, she's, she's first of all, call him tatty daddy. And she's yeah, all, that's gross, yeah, but. well, she's, she said, she's like, I've always been obsessed with guys with tattoos. That's along the lines of what she said. So that's annoying. I mean, you know, obviously she had to do what she had to do to get a rose that week and everything like that. But, you know, she's just really out here um, looking kind of thirsty, I feel like. But, I mean, she's getting to date That's with this guy. That's the whole point of the show, though. I mean, I just feel bad for James because I feel like... That's not true. Like, I don't James... think there's other people on there that are looking thirsty. Okay, like, I don't think but, Becca I mean, looks like that. I don't think Joe looks like that. I don't think Serena I know, looks but I like think, that. like, she's, like, hasn't found a connection. And now she finally finds a connection with Blake. Like, she, like, talks about how much, like, she actually likes him. And she feels like she's known him for a long time. Yeah, I mean, after but, the date. But, like, I mean, the way she was talking about him, like, she's, she had a connection with Kenny. Kenny just had a connection with multiple more girls and didn't right. probably think she was that interesting. So, I mean, that's that's my explanation of why she kind of gets on my nerves about it. Um, I mean, she was talking about the vagina dance way too much. Uh, you know, I, right. could, I could keep going a little bit more, but let's move on. Uh, so anyways, we got homeboy that she did get a rose from feeling like, damn, James. Yeah. And I'm most likely Poor James has not had a consistent, you know, situation 
on this beach. What do you think it is about James that he's not like, I mean, he's good looking enough. I remember when he came out of the I, box. I think he's good looking. He seems nice enough. Like from when he was on uh, Katie's season, like, I don't know. I don't I know. Just made- the thing is, he might talk too much. Like he's always the one asking like weird ass questions in the middle of groups. Like, uh, like that's like, dude, let's not talk about this. Like, like in the show, like he, like, uh, you know, we see that part where like Joe like did a date for Serena and and homegirl is like watching and he's like, yeah. So how does that make you feel? And like Ivan's like been making out with her and stuff. It's like, dude, can you, Ivan's not, all like, eh, can you yeah. not talk about this right now? Um, but I don't know why they're just sitting there right next to that. But regardless, yeah, maybe that might be it. It looks like that he's they're setting it up for him to like go home before a roast ceremony. But who knows? Um, yeah. So where do we go from here? Well, um, so, you know, Blake and Tia's date tends to go, well, uh, Dr. John, uh, Dr. Dr. Joe Mm -hmm. comes down and he, um, you know, he's a fan favorite. I love Dr. Joe. He ends up taking, um, Natasha on a date. We see him with some giant margaritas. And of course, like, you know, Natasha's trying to play this cool. She's trying to like, she knows that Brendan and Dr. Joe are like good buddies from the show, hanging out outside of the show, etc. Um, and Dr. Joe's kind of like pushing, like, oh, okay, what was the deal? Like, who were you with before this? Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to get all into that. Like, ah, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of is like, no, come on, like, blah, blah, blah. I need to know, like, what's the deal? And she's like, well, it was Brendan. Uh, did you know that her, him and Piper were, like, dating? And he's like, well, I didn't know they were, like, dating, dating. But, like, yeah, they, they were, like, seeing each other, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, well, he kind of, you know, wasted my time, blah, blah, blah. And then the rest of the date pretty much is Dr. Joe every, like, five seconds being like, it had to be. It had to be Brandon, huh? Like it had to be Brandon, and he's like my Brandon. So, <laughs> yeah, it had to be Brandon. My Brandon, Brandon. It had to be Brandon. Yeah, he kind of so, acted really lame in that situation. It's like, come on, man. Like he kind of was going good, and then it's just like, really, you're gonna like look like this when you're on a date with a girl. Like I, I get friends and all that, but like, come on. He definitely switched after that on her, and. What? Like, I mean, how, how, I mean, I, you can be friends with people and how does that really affect you? Like, you know? Yeah. Especially like, I, I mean, obviously he doesn't want to think that his friend could have like potentially hurt this girl that he's going on a date with, but also like, he's like, I feel for you. Like, I'm sorry that happened. But like, he kind of like lets her down easy sort of is like, like, we'll be around. We'll see each other on the beach like we'll we'll have to let things play out like he kind of doesn't give a real like definite like let's keep trying to see each other or not situation he kind of like like tries to toss it to you know be like well we'll see what happens yeah um v we're having like a little bit of like slow internet stuff here so we might just have to like like wrap up a little bit sooner than we thought because it's getting a little choppy over here. It's it's about to be really bad weather in Atlanta for the next couple of days. It looks like it's about to come down. So um, before we okay. lose any power, but I, I, I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off. It's just, I'm getting a little feedback over on this side. So um, yeah. So anyways, like, I guess, uh, you know, we're left with that kind of at the end of it. Uh, it, it. We're left with Kendall, you know, being really upset. Like we talked about earlier and, 
you know, I know she's forming like a relationship with Ivan, but, um, you know, obviously it's really hard. It's really hard to be in that situation. I, I mean, even if you have watched some, like her ex fall in love with someone else. Yeah. And, and they really look like a good couple. I mean, I, I, right. I, I, I really understand Serena being the type of girl that really does not fall for guys like, you know, like that easily. Right. And the fact that she was the one to say like, I I'm falling in love with you. And they've said that to each other. Boom. That's like taking it to the next level. Um, I totally see that being an actual thing. And, uh, Kendall just kind of at this point looks a little silly for coming. Like, you know, um, yeah, 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 I agree. I kind of don't think she should have come. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, I think she expected, I, I mean, she had like a good, like people wanted to really date her last time around. You know, so she maybe she right. thought like she was going to go there and like kind of ruin it for Joe. And and here's what happened. Like um, she would be the one showing off in front of him. Exactly. I mean, we've seen it the last time they were together on the show. Like she really and and Serena didn't didn't do that to. Well, he she did go on one date with Thomas. Right. Right. But, um, you know, she handled that well. I mean, she went on the date. They made out. But then we're like, no. We're, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go back to Joe. So that's where we're at. Um, what is the look at next week's episode? What are we kind of looking at? It looks like that's going to blow up. It looks like we're going to get Damar and um, what's his name? Eric, I think, um, come down. And that's going to, you know, maybe mess some things up with Marissa and Riley. Yeah. And then it looks like the tropical storm is going to roll in. I, yeah, I wonder, I wonder, this will be a real telling moment for Marissa, I feel like, because I, I honestly, I do like her and, um, I like her and Riley a lot. Yeah. But the, I, I still, I don't, I have a bad taste in my mouth, like kind of what she did to Connor. And I think I was hearing that, like, I think like she actually hit the boom, boom room with Connor. They just didn't show that. Like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know that, that allegedly, I, I think I read that, but regardless, if she just switches up when the next guy comes and uh, completely like, which it's going to be really weird to watch. I think like, it's almost like she doesn't really care about people. She's just kind of out here going after the next guy, the next new guy, you know? So we'll have to see how that plays out. But, um, do we have any other bachelor, bachelor news? Um, the rumors are swirling that the supposed next bachelor is coming from Michelle's season and is Clayton Etchard, Eckerd, Eckerd. I don't really know. I would say um, um, he's from Eureka, Missouri. He went to Mizzou, my alma mater. He was a football player at my alma mater. I'm pretty sure I met him. And um, he also, I think, was at one point drafted or whatever to the Seattle Seahawks. So um, we'll be interesting to see if that ends up being the truth and um, to see some little like uh, good old hometown Missouri kind of stuff for him because uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he definitely, I, I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy, but when you look at his page, like, first of all, he's only got 2000 followers. I took a screenshot of it cause it's going to be very interesting to watch. Like, oh, like, yeah. like one of the 15 comments on there, they're like, remind me when you're famous with a million followers. I was just like, that's hilarious. Right. Um, right. But, well, and I saw like some of the people who follow him are like cheerleaders that I knew at Mizzou, mm -hmm. some fellow uh, football players that I knew at Mizzou. So, yeah, yeah. people now that it's announced, like people are just going to try to hit him up and become. Well, cool and this isn't him. even like the true announcement. So like once the annou announcement announcement comes out, we'll have to see. Yeah. Um. So. 
I mean, what I was going to say is that he looks like such a bachelor. Like, he looks like four other Mi- bachelors. And a middle America bachelor. Yeah. He looks like what middle America will be happy to see after, you know, after all this color on our as our leads god forbid so i know and then then you got like uh i think it's mike fleiss or whatever saying like we hit the jackpot with our next bachelor it's like okay yeah because he looks like every other bachelor that you've had in the past so that's kind of my only how problematic mike fleiss is so yeah um so that's my only issue with it but besides that that's pretty much our bachelor news why don't we uh get into our slapper of the week Slacker of the week. This song slaps. (laughs) So this song I've been listening to on repeat. Um, You know, the funny thing is when we went out for to watch football on Sunday, I was uh, our friend Manon had picked me up and, you know, she actually knows really good songs. Like sometimes she puts me on some songs. I'm just like, damn, where are you getting your music from? I think she listens to like satellite radio and different playlists or whatever. But. I was telling her about this song, um, Simple Times by Casey Musgraves. And then, like, we went to go pick you up. And right when you got in the car, you had mentioned, like, the new Casey Musgraves album. I'm like, damn, I was just talking about it. So, um, you know, this song, really, it's called Simple Times. And I just love the music of it. I love the vibe of it. Um, I, I've, I've been a Casey Musgraves fan. It's really cool to see her kind of grow into this like superstar um essentially you know she's a country artist but like she's kind of doing like we kind of discussed it in the car that day like she's i think getting to the level of like some taylor swift stuff right i mean she's pretty right. she's pretty high up there as far as regard um like most i've seen so many people post like about casey musgraves and stuff over the last year or two so um and i i think we've had her as a slapper of the week before in the past um with high horse i think so um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, have you gotten a chance? I haven't heard the whole album. I just heard a couple songs that she's released, like on new playlists and stuff. But this one, really, I really like. Um, did you? Yeah, like the I album? listened to the whole album like a couple of times through. Um, I actually, my friend group and I, we were big KC Musgraves fans. Uh, my college friend group, and we do like a biweekly playlist collaboration thing of all of us, and we have Breadwinner as the song um on our playlist this up this newest one because we really like that song breadwinner um i was i really like this album it reminds me a lot of halsey's hopeless fountain kingdom because of how it's structured to be kind of like a shakespearean thing in a similar way um how it tells a story and how it's like acts um so i i've been liking it it will never replace uh, the golden hour album in my heart because that will probably always be my fave but um it's i think it's up there cool cool well um v uh what shout outs you have this week yeah i wanted to shout out my grandma my grandma for her birthday this past week and then i wanted to shout out my girls aaron and mackenzie for being some of the best fellow gge fans to go see the show with and you know enjoy some after partying and pre-partying before the show awesome um, I would like to shout out um, Anthony Rose of Struggling Through Grace clothing line. I'm actually wearing his shirt right now. This is one of the, oh, cool. yeah, this is one of the gears I got. One of the swags yeah, you got? Yeah, and I love it. The fit is dope. The quality is nice, and um, I, I'm going to be rocking it. So you'll see me rocking this. Shout out to Anthony, man. Thanks for the shirt and the love. That's and then I also ran into um, this guy that set up a booth next to me. Uh, he gave me these pair of socks, SKT, my homie Boo. Shout out to you, man. Um, it's just cool to be out there in a belt line with a microphone, and people are just like, here's 
just some stuff and i just be like yo but this stuff is nice like i'm like rocking the gear and everything so it's it's a it's, yeah. a, it's a good time out there and then last but not least i would like to shout out the homie ray for um you know having a little guys night with me we went and got pizza and beer and a movie and had some dope conversations and stuff so love it um, love it yeah shout out to ray <laughs> Um, well, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's, I don't think the, uh, the choppiness is going to be that bad, but I'm sorry if you guys are noticing in this episode, um, yeah. a little choppiness, but, um, I think we made it through it as best as we could. Um, Veronica, uh, what are you up to this weekend? You got anything going on? I leave for Disney. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know, mm-hmm. that's the happiest place on earth they say, so. Yes, indeed. I hope you have a good time. Um, I'm excited. Well, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, this weekend, uh, I mean, I have my friend Jackson in town. So, um, like I said, like Music Midtown is this weekend, but I don't know what it's going to be like if it's going to be rainy all weekend. Like, I might, Yeah, I don't know. I might not even want to go. Like, it's not worth the money, I feel like, if it's, if it's going to be bad weather so um and also i wanted to get out on the belt line and dj but it's not good to be you know with all that electrical equipment in the rain so that might not go down but we'll have to see um but if you guys if anything um you know make sure you're following us on instagram uh at the future bachelor make sure you're checking us out on spotify we got uh our podcast playlist future bachelor podcast playlist for all our music that we add there um and also i started an account called the beltline dj so if you guys um get a chance follow it and uh, there i will be putting like uh, whenever I'm going out there like schedules and stuff like that and and there's cool stuff like I think I'm going to bring the drone out and take videos of people and stuff and have them be able to share it from the account and everything so I'm really excited about that new venture um, I hope you guys all have a good weekend and enjoyed episode 180 of the podcast we're in the 80s we're heading towards that 200 V you Ooh, excited the golden years oh wow and it's gonna be it's incredible I cannot believe it we're doing it we did it we're, di- we're in it like this is so it's dope. done <laughs> it's, it's been done and it's still going so guys thank you for being a part of this we love you you know what it is it's future bachelor my name is Cy I'm Veronica and we'll see you next week all right deuces bye future bachelor podcast